Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. We have uh, our good friend Justin sitting in on it. What is this, your third time? Uh, yeah, this is my third time on, I think. But also, we have a new guest today, too. We obviously have Justin, but also, Chad is back, dude. Oh, yeah. Ben cut his hair back into a mullet. And uh, when Ben it's like has a, a baby mo- mullet, dude, it is a baby mullet. It's crazy. Uh, what a mullet will do when your hair isn't that long. It, it does look good, though. Yeah. It's, are you, you're, I mean, you just said you're up for a haircut. Are you going to grow out a mullet, or what are you doing, dude? Dude, I think I just look too... Like, I just don't have the front for it, you know? Like, you need to have some front, some frontage. I, I think, don't have any real estate up there. Uh, think, <laughs> that would that'd be a look. Like, it would just be weird. It just, like, it wouldn't look right. It's worth a shot. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> the real reason we have you here right oh, now boy. is because... Uh, <laughs> Your house is getting decked out with pineapple. Oh <laughs> You're gonna come home to an absolute uh, mess. <laughs> We've got a bus out there loading up fifty thousand pineapples <laughs> right now. All the neighbors are gonna be <laughs> over. So confused. Oh my gosh, I don't even like pineapple that much. That's the worst part is I wouldn't even know what to do with any of it. What does it mean? I'm totally unaware and didn't just watch that. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, he's on to us. You don't eat the pineapples, no. Justin. They're just a sign. Of like, it's more of like a freaking, 
I don't even know what, what I'd call it. A uh, it's like a flare gun going off. It's like a off. flare gun oh, going shit. off for the fellow swingers. swingers. Oh, I guess not fellow, just other swingers. <laughs> like to hop back to what you had said in the previous pod. I do feel like there's actually way more people out here that do that than we really realize. Oh, I think mm-hmm. I think there's I I realize it because I can freaking <laughs> spot them. There's they're like kind of weird at like oh public places. Remember back when the <laughs> very first piece of merch that we made was swinging and yeah. we didn't even we didn't even oh, think about I, never, I know I, never thought of that. I didn't know what it meant back then so we were walking around like swinging this is something i feel like this is a good phrase like big dick swinging and then ken, ken knew but well, I we think were someone's parent was we didn't like, know someone's parents like you know what that actually means right and we're just sitting here walking around like swinging well, we were talking about big dick swinging, yeah. which was cool. And everyone probably yeah. just thought you were a swinger. <laughs> and then I had baseball friends, and they thought it was cool because it was like swinging. Ooh. And then golf people yeah. said the same thing. So it's yeah, probably everyone didn't know what it was back then. Though. Yeah, we were just young and innocent. <laughs> Imagine how easy big dick swinging was to market to the youth. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> That's why we left out the big dick part yeah. of it. <laughs> Little dick swinging. Yeah, yeah. That, was, I, that was pretty funny, though. I never realized that until right now that that had a secondary meaning. I think that's where most of our merch sales were going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Into the swinging community. Yep. Like the swinging Facebook pages you have to be invited to is getting passed around in that. All of the merch was just being sold I feel to like, Holly. I feel like swinging <laughs> needs to be like clarified to all the viewers. Not everyone knows what it means. Basically, swinging is like when there's like a married couple and they, and then there's another swinger couple and they like trade spouses and then it's just cool. Like they're all yeah. good with it. And they, I don't know. I don't know exactly the technicalities of each situation, but that's that's what swinging is. It's like a trade, but with your wife. And yeah. apparently, <laughs> like, there's a logo for swingers, and it's the pineapple. So if I you think put, like, a pineapple, pineapple on your we- on your doorstep or whatever, and then notifies your neighbors that you are a swinger. I, I assume most people aren't so public with it. But the whole reason we even got on this is because I wanted to go and put pineapples outside of Justin's <laughs> house while he was gone <laughs> and make all of his neighbors think that him and his wife are... <laughs> It'd be funny because I'd walk out and I'd be like, "These aren't pumpkins. Yeah, it's not Halloween. I don't Why know what's happening." Why is there all these pineapples? <laughs> I don't even like pineapple, yeah. dude. One of our younger podcast listeners is gonna walk out his door right now and he's gonna come back home. There's just gonna be a pineapple. It's gonna be a rude awakening, and he's just he's gonna have to learn the hard way. <laughs> oh my gosh! Statistically, probably yeah. there's somebody out there that's listening right now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Oh, dude, I hate to think of it, though. Poor kid. Yep. Eh, it's okay. He'll figure his it out. House, his whole house is decked with pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got going on over here with the waters on that side and yeah, me and Justin getting into it over here? It's called hydration. Same. I, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I've been knowing it's happening for a while. I've been drinking more, and I've been eating less healthy, and I've been caring less. But I always had just my... Youth to to get with me that Thank you can I hey. could uh I I could just with my youth I could just get away with it. it like it didn't really look like I didn't care about myself and then I saw a picture this weekend actually it was a snap Terrible. story 
Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysts, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And it's, I saw myself in it, and I actually, before I realized it was myself, I went, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> and then I saw it was me. And I looked like a little alien. I had an E.T. belly. And I went, man, I got I to gotta figure something out. So I've worked out twice this week. Nice. And I'm drinking water. Dropping the podcast beers. Dropping all weekday beers. I feel like I've just been tired lately, so I'm trying not to drink as much mm-hmm. and just eat better, like granola bars. See, it's healthy. <laughs> hey, it's like an athlete type of thing. Ken, you kind of showed a little glimpse there, but can you get back up and, and show the camera your shirt? Uh, no, I'm, I'm working. Ken, oh, come, come over on, here. Ken. Come on. Ken's not trying to freaking Thinks the IRS incriminate himself. <laughs> Commit tax fraud. Can there be a... It's like, it's like Buddy. Have, have you ever seen the shithead Steve page? No. Ken, I'm just saying, out of all of the shirts you could wear, you're trying to put a red flag on yourself to the IRS. I ben, Ben. Max Broad. Look into this guy. It's a joke. You should know about it. You say it all the time. Hey. It's hey. a joke. Yeah, I know, but you could also say the same of wearing, like, a shirt that says, like, like, Sex offender. Oh, and somebody's our, like, wow, that shirt damn. seems super aggressive. Our, and you'd be like, it's a joke. Are you actually a Nike champion? What does that say? <laughs> are, are you a Nike champion? His mom said back when he was in T-ball. <laughs> it's a t-shirt. Live with it. It's funny. <laughs> I do. It just seems oddly specific being that you haven't paid your taxes <laughs> in the past couple of years. Can you prove that? Because I have the receipts that I did. Look, it's all fun and games until you got an audit. So far, knock on wood, haven't been audited yet. Well, you just wore this shirt for the first day on, ca- on two videos now. Hey, some people think it's funny. It, you guys can't take a joke. I think it's, it's hilarious. hilarious. No, I think it's so funny, Ken. Why Barney? Because like, <laughs> it's random, it's, it's hilarious. The, the mascot for tax evasion is Barney. <laughs> I waited a month for this T-shirt. So the worst part is Ken gets this T-shirt and he puts it on like instantly, and then no, I got it yesterday. Every person today, individually, I, I was filming, and it was like I said, Ken, what's up with the shirt? And then we go on a little bit. Ryan comes walking into the room. He goes, Ken, what's up with the shirt? <laughs> Ben shows up an hour later and goes, Ken, what's going on with the shirt? And then I changed the shirt, and then I got soaking wet, so I had to put it back on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why did you change the shirt? Because I'm sick Ken, of you, you guys already making these comments. No, you already incriminated changed. yourself. I want to know what he changed into. Commit just treason? Basic. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you just put on an orange jumpsuit then. <laughs> uh, treason. It's just like a really hardcore Barney commit treason shirt. Every t-shirt Ken wears is just incriminating himself in one way or another. Oh, my God. I think it's a great shirt, Ken, and I hope nothing bad comes of it. 
I did report it, you to the IRS. This, this sounds like you planned something, and you're 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 conspiring over there. <laughs> yeah, Ken, because I have a lot of connections at the IRS. I don't know if you do ben or not. Probably reported you. <laughs> hey, keep an eye on this guy. What makes you say that? He's wearing a shirt that says "I commit tax fraud." <laughs> it doesn't say "I committed yeah. tax fraud." It just says "commit tax fraud." Yeah. Oh, so it's like it's a suggestion. I'm not a drug not dealer, admission. but I think you. I think you should drug deal. Yeah. It's basically deal drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Another one. It's got Barney on again. Why? Why Barney? <laughs> Barney's the face of all evil. <laughs> Breaking the law. He's just so innocent. You never would have expected. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Mike, you man. I just imagine you scrolling and just coming across that one and going like, "Yep, that's me." Look at that, Molly. Mike's got a mole, you know, too. Ben, that's actually what happened. I was like, you know what? That's a funny shirt. 20 bucks. I'll buy it. I can stick behind that. Was that actually from Shithead Steve? It was. Dude, okay, all jokes aside, he has some ridiculous merchandise. <laughs> They're hilarious. They're great. I love them. I haven't ordered any because I don't want to incriminate myself. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't ordered any because none of them truly ring true to yep. me. Yeah, but you know, uh, As soon as Justin can broadcast himself to, you know... Like a million and a half people, he'll be sure to put it on. Just yep. next, throws like the first pitch at a baseball game. He's wearing it. Next uh, podcast doesn't comes on. He just, just has a pineapple, giant upside down pineapple on his shirt. Start repping. He goes home and there's just like an entire freaking uh, commercial bus of people outside. Oh my God. Jesus. Yeah, we just started driving and picking people up. Oh, my God. That would have made the prank even funnier if I just sent random people over after and, (laughs) like, had them keep showing up, like, naked and stuff. Yeah, your place actually got put on the map, so it's, like, it's mandatory. Everyone comes through (laughs) Detroit Lakes. There's, like, a Zillow for swingers. That would be crazy. Dude, I bet there is. You know how, like, when you go on YouTube, sometimes a homepage just suggests random videos? Well, I think it was Vice. They did, like, a docuseries on this, like, resort slash like condo place in florida where basically it's for swingers and they all live there and like walk around and swing just randomly it's, popped it's up crazy. in your explore page mm, yeah no it's on vice dude because they have a bunch of different mm. documentaries but anyways vice used to have the craziest they, like they're like hit or miss ever. they're hit or miss it's so weird because they have like different people every time i feel like they just needed to do I guess it's tough. Obviously, you want to do as many as possible, but they should just have one guy that just runs the whole thing mm-hmm. and does all the best stories. Yes. I think Peak Vice was the, like, 10 years ago with the North Korea stuff. Yes. That, that was, was the Peak Vice. It was downhill from there. North Korea stuff? Yeah. It's like, I don't know who the founder is. Like, he got, like, a ticket or, like, an invite to go tour North Korea and, like, film the whole thing. What? Yeah. It was a great document. And they were able to film it? Yeah. They, Are they, they like able to show, like, it was, true North Korea, or did they set it up like they did in the interview where they oh, have, they, like, fake grocery stores? They're, they're, they're like, okay, you can, can film this, you can't film this, but they still filmed it, and they're like, oh, no, 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 we're not recording, do that whole bullshit Holy line. frick, yeah. that is ballsy Dude, when you're in North Korea. Crazy. You're playing life or more so... Work camp. Um, yeah, work <laughs> camp. I don't even want to say death. Death, death would be like best case scenario. <laughs> life or work camp sounds Hard like it'd be on a labor. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully... 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. What comes to mind when you picture the perfect roommate? One who comes when you call, one who doesn't forget to lock the doors, maybe one who doesn't steal your milk just a little bit at a time hoping that you won't notice. At Apartments.com, they understand that when it comes to roommates, a pet can be your best bet. They're easygoing, they eat what you serve them, and they never clog the toilet. And that's why Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. And with instant alerts, you'll know the moment that your perfect pet-friendly place becomes available. Apartments.com has so many features like 3D virtual tours, the ability to save your favorite apartments, and with over a million places to rent, you are absolutely going to find the right place for you. Apartments.com knows that moving can be stressful, but by giving you options, filtered searches, and more, they can help take away some of that stress. When I need a new apartment, I will definitely need a pet-friendly choice. So if you guys need a place that's pet-friendly and human-tolerant, check out Apartments.com, the place to find your pet-friendly place. Thanks, Apartments.com, for sponsoring the podcast. It was terrible over there. That's what I'm saying. Like, Vice used to be, like, crazy, crazy, crazy stories. They had, like, one where they infiltrated, like, a drug cartel in the Congo or something. It was just, I can't believe they got away with it, where this dude, just plain Jane, white guy, walking around put on like a vest and some cargo shorts and somehow didn't just get beheaded while he was around these crazy, crazy drug cartel people and like documented everything. It, they had so many years of this crazy documentaries and then it just kind of like, I think that like CBS or somebody bought them yep. out. And I feel like just after that, they just way too corporate mm-hmm. and it's just, it didn't have the same like spice and kick and no. nothing like, what do you guys think would be more nerve wracking filming a prank or filming a documentary in North Korea. Documentary. Depends on the prank. <laughs> also depends. Is the prank with Cheddar? If it's a Cheddar prank, I'm taking Kim Jong. <laughs> I, don't, I bet Cheddar would prank Kim Jong. <laughs> he just doesn't deny it. He's like, I might. It's crazy the extent that certain journalists will go to, especially in like the countries like Afghanistan. Oh, yeah. It's like damn near guaranteed death. They live in like constant fear and they're just like just doing it because they love journalism and they want people to know the truth. And it's wild how many people do that. And then they're under protection. And then as soon as the protection goes away, gone. When a power structure falls apart, the first people always go are the journalists because they're the ones who like are saying truth to power mm-hmm. and like if something super corrupt is happening and they're trying to get it out to the people a lot of them will just like gone 
Yeah, it's wild. Do you think that the United States is like getting in that direction just because of like, I don't want to say corruption, but just like shielding of truth? I don't know. I feel like as a country, I feel like we have a, a skewed sense of how bad it really is. Not saying it's great. It's certainly not. But there are way worse off countries in the world that are like truly seeing really, really gnarly corruption. And not saying that we're not going to get there. Totally possible. Would really suck. But we're far out from that, I think. And maybe that's silly for me to say. Maybe it's way worse than we all know. We're just, we're ran by a bunch of old people who don't know what they're doing. And they don't really understand modern United States. And it just seems like there's a disconnect between what people want and what the government does regardless of who's running it, and nobody's ever happy. What do you think but, modern United States like? What do you mean by that? Um, I feel like everybody's really divided, but they're less divided than they feel like they are, if that makes sense. I feel like people in general have a lot more in common than they think they do. And there's just the, the narrative that like people can't get along and you have two polar opposite sides, but like we all have friends all across all different parts of a political spectrum and we're kind of living truth that you can get along with anybody if it's not, if your life doesn't revolve around one polarizing thing. I don't know. It's kind of like the Twitter example where like people think that what happens on Twitter is real life just because stuff on Twitter gets traction. It's not necessarily that there's a lot of people that are on Twitter that believe that happens on Twitter. It's just that the stuff on Twitter gets traction from high profile people. So then more people think that that's like, a big deal when I don't know only like fifteen percent of the population is actually on Twitter or some crazy right. statistic. Do you use like Twitter? That. No, I don't either. I have no interest in Twitter. It's all just negative. I've well, got Twitter in years. If something big happens on Twitter, they get like the little API thing cut out and it gets posted somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. It's it's almost like Reddit where like stuff happens there and then it just gets posted elsewhere. Yeah. So if it's a big deal, it's always going to find it everywhere else. There's just so much garbage to sift through. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the problem. It's a great platform if you want to like air out your laundry and just be angry for 10 minutes and then just log off and whatever. But it's just, I don't know. I've never really. What benefit does that do to the the world? What the fuck ever happened? I guess Elon backed out of buying Twitter. Yeah. Dude, I guess he got caught. Don't quote me. I guess this is just what I heard. I guess he was like hooking up with one of the workers at Twitter and um, it was his mistress and got her pregnant. Damn. No, that was a uh, that was SpaceX. <laughs> oh, totally different. <laughs> Never mind. Anyways, uh, but, anyways, now he's backing out of buying Twitter. I thought what's he was that have anything but, to do with Twitter though? There was something that popped up where it was like he wanted to sell like seven or eight billion dollars worth of Tesla stock, but the only way he could do that without like tanking the stock price was to like buy like make a major investment in this corporation. So like when he announced he was going to sell Twitter, he then went through sold a bunch of this Tesla stock. And now that he's backing out, mm. there's a $1 billion breakup fee that he might have to pay. Holy shit. But by the time you do like the tax liability stuff, it's only really like $600 million. Oh, So and then $100 million for lawyers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So like he still gets like 6 or $7 billion out of this deal. That's so crazy. And didn't affect the Tesla stock. I mean, it still went down, but it like didn't material affect the stock price at all. So it was just a... I think like it's oh it look, just a so ploy the, to, yeah, look look yeah. what's happening over here. Well, I do this over here. Really? I, I, that's what it kind of seems like, but nothing. None of that's confirmed. Nobody knows if that's I guess real Twitter's or not. suing Elon Musk now. Damn. Yeah. yeah. What? Why? I'm not sure. Like uh, breach of contract. Think, like, yeah, because maybe because he terminated they, their deal. They want the sale to go through, but yeah. like Elon's like, ah, eh, fuck it. 
Oh. So wor- worst case scenario, pays him a billion bucks. He's out of there. Just a bill. Just a yeah. quick billion just a bill. Just think of that. It's a billion dollars. And for him, it's like a drop in the bucket. Dude. That is such a wild life. How much do you think that guy sleeps? Uh, like, I think he, he's told he sleeps like to the minute. Like, I think uh, five hours and 45 minutes, like down to the minute. That's anything more he doesn't need or it doesn't like benefit him and anything less he can like feel. So that's like his pocket. He breaks down like the way that he spends time. So. When he was talking about buying Twitter, all the investors of, of Tesla were like, oh, is this going to affect the stock price? Or is this going to affect the company? He's like, no, I spend exactly 78% of my time on Tesla, uh, 3% of my time on Neuralink, uh, 2% will be on Twitter, the rest on SpaceX and whatever else. Like He breaks it down like percentage-wise, but yeah, he's just a robot. I have never met anybody like him, and obviously there probably isn't that many people like him because he's the only like robotic billionaire that exists that operates the way that he does. This is a huge generalization, but like super wealthy people just seem to be like really savvy business people who made right investments and like made great companies and then just built and built and built with investments over time. And he is one of a few people that is constantly, it's everything he does is very innovative. There's so many directions that it goes all at once. It's not like Amazon and Bezos granted, another incredible entrepreneur, whatever you think of him. It's like he has one major like focal point that he goes down and it's very successful. He has branched out after it became successful, but Musk has always had like multiple things going for a very long time. It's just, it's strange. He's a, he's a robot literally is the only way you can describe it. Except it, I guess he sounds like he loves a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) The dude literally does not know how to pull out. Yeah, he doesn't, dude. Twitter is the only thing he's ever pulled out of. <laughs> that was good, Ken. That was good. It's true, dude. He's got like I mean, nine this guy's kids. Freaking trucking all what? the girls. Yeah, he has nine, nine kids. After like, the, I think the the, spa- the SpaceX lady. That's like his. I think he or she had twins, but it's like nine kids now. Oh my god! Sorry, that just like killed me. He's just this incredible entrepreneur, and he loves to fuck. <laughs> he does, yeah. He's with, like, four or five women, too. Damn. Think he's a swinger? <laughs> Sounds like he was bringing home Amber Heard and that other gal. That was a weird time for society, the whole Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing. I think, going back to what you said on, on how the United States is separated, I think that was one of the things that brought everyone together. <laughs> everyone could agree that Amber Heard was a God psycho damn, bitch. that sucks for her. But also, yeah. she did it to herself. Yeah, big bummer. Big bummer. Yeah, she did that to herself, though. She'll be okay. Yeah, I, I think she'll be I don't fine, know if but... she... How do you ever recover from something like that? Well, actually, you're right. She, she totally lost a lot of money by... Lost money, lost credibility, lost Like, she'll probably never chance. get picked up again. Give, Dude, it, yeah. give it five years. People she got forget. cut from all of her movies, I think. Yeah. And Imagine how much money wh- she owed Johnny Depp? Like, $26 million and she's worth, like, ten. Well, she had to pay out. Like just shy of ten million for this most recent lawsuit, but then there's other lawsuits that are involved, and then she still owes the ACLU and whatever. I can't remember what the other. God damn, that's yeah, I don't think crazy. does she I mean, owe she, them? She just like pledged to donate to them, but she didn't like. So she hasn't. She pledged. So but does, if you pledge to make a donation, do you have to make the donation? Like, can you just say, "Oh, sorry, things things happen. I can't. Anymore. I don't have the money." Yeah, I don't know. It, it, is that a thing? Everybody got like so infatuated with that because it was just like it was like real time 
Real Housewives type shit, where it was just like, oh my god, this it, it was is the very cr- entertaining. The craziest shit happened every day. Also, who shits on somebody's pillow? Crazy. Somebody who is mentally deranged. Yeah. <laughs> how can how mad do you got to be to shit on somebody's pillow? In your opinion, you got to be mad. <laughs> like how Would mad? You ever do it, Ken? No. Would you? No. If you're what if super, it was like, super, what if it was pissed. like Evan shit on your pillow? Would you go shit on his? I would go have diarrhea on his pillow. <laughs> 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 you just take laxatives. Just yes. <laughs> you probably don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a shitty day. Do you think he got pink eye? I bet he got a hotel. <laughs> There's no way you can you can walk into the bed like that. And you can clean it all you want. You yeah. have to get a new bed. Yeah, he probably gets a girl. It. She poops in the bed or something. <laughs> like just like I'm obviously leaving for the night. <laughs> you're, you're buying a new bed. I've got a that. hotel. Yeah. You think it was like exaggerated though? Not like I'm not in camp hurt or anything. But like, bed. like do you think that it you, was like skid marks? No, I think it was a full-on log, dude. You think so? Otherwise, why would it be such a thing? I don't know, because it's... That's like one of the funniest things I mean, I've ever heard be... a girl do. <laughs> it's pretty funny. If she did that on purpose, that's fucking funny. I'd be proud of that. Do you that. think it was mid-argument, or do you think it was like post-argument? Like, they get in a fight, and she's like, I'm pissed, and then just dumps in the I bed. I think so. Or do you think it was like mid-sparring, and she just like, right she's like, you're a piece of shit, and just hops up on the bed, Jesus. just drops it. It's Dude, like, I don't know. What are you doing? Like, like, man. Like, I, I can't even put myself in that position. Dude. You know how like after you nut, you have post-nut clarity? <laughs> do you think after she dropped the log, she was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Post-log clarity. Uh-oh. Like, oh, 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 this is going to end poorly for well, me. I ain't cleaning that up. <laughs> Your girl can do certain things, and you just brush it on, move on with it. But that's just one of those. You just brush it off, roll it off the bed. You said brush it on. Brush Brush it it off. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Sorry. (sighs) That one, man. Yeah, that's super gnarly. So what's your guys' opinion on this whole, like, online gambling thing? Like, becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. You see Drake just won 12 million. 17. 17 17 million. million. That's what what made me think of it. What on earth, dude? Dude, I want to try. That's what I think. I think it's all a scam. Hey, guys. Quick break in the podcast today for a word from our sponsor, Vessi. It's a bit of a joke around here that I say I don't go anywhere near the water unless I'm wearing my Vessis, but it's true. These really are the best shoes for our unpredictable lifestyle. Vessies are perfect for wearing around the shop because one minute you might be at your computer and the next you're riding through a puddle, pressure washing your car, or filming in the rain. Vessies are made from Dymatex, a dual climate knit material, meaning they breathe in the summer but yet are still warm in the winter and 100% waterproof. The best part about Vessies is you don't have to change in and out of clunky boots. Vessies are comfortable, lightweight, and breathable just like normal shoes. And unlike boots, you can wear these to the grocery store and fit right in. Vessies keep your feet dry and comfortable all day long, whether you're outside, working your desk, or anything in between. If you're looking for a pair of shoes to keep your feet 100% dry and comfortable, look no further because Vessi has you covered. Vessies really are our go-to shoes. Check out the link below or head to Vessi.com and get your own. Use the code CBOYSTV for $25 off each pair of adult Vessi shoes, $25 off and free shipping to the USA, Canada, and even Australia and New Zealand for those of you down under. Thank you, Vessi, for sponsoring today's podcast. Now back to the content. Ooh. To what degree? It's it, it's a scam as in you can't win, or you think that they just rig it for these influencers? I, I, I kind of feel so that way. I, I feel like 
they always they're always, they always have like some kind of video going where they, somebody wins big, and it's always some kind of big influencer. It's kind of like the whole Nelk. What, what was it? Rubet or whatever it was, where you know they're they're not gambling with their own money necessarily. That you know it's not proven or anything, but it's suspected. Mm-hmm. And I, I just it just feels fishy where it's like. I feel like the odds might be different if you're like at one IP address and then this other IP address where the public might go to, the odds might be completely messed with. Yeah. And because it's all online, it's all offshore, it's not regulated by by the US. I like, think if you're wearing a, really a hat and a t shirt that is the name of the website that you're gambling on, your odds are probably higher Damn. at winning. <laughs> like, and I don't have any problem with it, but I'm just saying, like, in when I think about doing it myself, I'm like, what are the odds I actually win Has and you have to have a anything? lot of freaking money to play with and you True. gotta like jump if, if you want to do it from the u.s you have to jump through so many different you have to get a vpn, get a VPN. Yeah. like how legit can this business be and it's just like mm, something seems there's fishy. so many videos on the internet about it do people lose like, oh yeah a lot of people and i think you if, have to lose if in you order if, for if, a, yeah, like the thing with rubet was if you used a referral code that creator got a cut off of your losses uh. That's so a, they talk about how they... That's a model. So now, I guess with Steve will do it as the example, they talk about how they gamble with their own raw balance. And every time that they stream or make a video on it, they get like a hundred grand to gamble with. And you can either take that hundred grand and you could gamble 50 of it. If you lose all that 50, you could take the other 50 and walk. Or you could do the 10 grand, walk with 90. Probably, there's probably actually something in the contract that's like, you have to gamble at least 75% of it. <laughs> but I know that that's how they're like, this is my own money, because then they like give it to them as like endorsement. That, that's their payment for right. doing the plug. But with Drake winning $17 million so on a much. roulette, one roulette game. That's, that's going to be just Drake's payment for doing a promo. At that point, seventeen million. It's, that's, it's, that's you think Drake's getting paid no, seventeen million? He was doing it in a strip club when he won. He that's was hard at a strip club playing on his computer. How weird is that to think? That's very you go strange. to the strip club and then why you the just f- bring your computer with. It? But I was, I, like a guy like that isn't normal. Why that's got to be the you have a, a laptop yeah. in a strip club because he that, probably lives there. That's disrespectful, bro. Yeah, he's like, yo, <laughs> you pull up and like, nice. Yo, is that against the rules to like work from a strip club? Like when you're working from home, like imagine being in a Zoom call and you're at the strip club. Ben, Ben, just pull out your phone. They slap that shit away from you immediately. Right, but can you do it with a computer? I don't know. They're like full streaming. They got like a camera set up and everything. Oh, I suppose. Yeah. Regardless, that is such a wild thing to me that you can just go online. Bet on roulette and just walk out with $17 million. It does make me kind of want to gamble, though. Some of uh, my wife's cousins, they're really into sports betting. And every time I watch them get into, like, a long parlay of sports bets, it's just like, okay, this could be really fun. Because it's not really high risk, and it can pay out really well. And you can just bet on random stuff. Like, you can bet on somebody playing a video game. You can bet on somebody playing basketball. You can bet on tennis. You can bet on literally anything that is televised and you can get paid for it so if you win yeah if you win but it's not so are the odds of winning like betting on sports better than if you were to go and play like a game like blackjack or roulette or anything like that i think the appeal to sports betting is that there's it's not purely up to chance so like 
you can go back and you can see, all right, this player has been doing this well over the last mm-hmm. seven games. And you can look at their, you can go back and see all their statistics and say, I'm betting that this player is going to score over 25 points mm-hmm. in this game. There's such thing as professional gamblers. Oh, like, yeah. Their job is literally they just bet on a bunch of games mm-hmm. and like study and like they're just constantly doing it. So like sports betting, that's based on like skill. Um, like gambling, relatively table, but still table, a, table a games is like a game story. of chance, is how you would technically I think call it for the most part. But, but like obviously in poker, you have let, uh, a higher chance of winning if you're good. Poker, blackjack, I mean roulette. Roulette, that's strictly chance. Yeah, there's Nothing. obviously a higher probability depending on what you pick. But mm-hmm. we were at the roulette table in Vegas, and I'm standing next to this guy that just walks up. I'm down. I'm losing. Like everything, I think I lost uh, like seven hundred bucks at, th- at this one table. Yikes! So I'm just like not having a good time. This guy walks up, super drunk, and throws down like a hundred chip, like a hundred dollar chip on like a bunch of different numbers, right? And I'm watching this, just like, oh, this guy's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, roulette lady mm-hmm. uh, deals him out, and sh- and he goes. Honey, this one's for you. This one's for you. Like betting her tip and puts it on the number two and then wins the number, gets a $3,500 payout, and then she gets a $3,500 payout. And she was celebrating. He was celebrating. I was over there like, God damn it. That place sucks, but <laughs> yeah. it was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think I even lost my hand on that you, one, you too. You got even more. The whole, everyone went. Yeah. Seven grand gets one, and you're just like, Fuck. But yeah, I, I even lost and just watching them like celebrate. I was like, that was pretty fun. <laughs> I should stay here and do another hand or two. <laughs> okay, so when you guys are in Vegas, what's your go to games to play or your Black, go-to? Blackjack. 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 Yeah. Blackjack. Blackjack. Uh, and a little bit of roulette with Evan. Evan loves roulette. I, I I hate the chance of just throwing random chips on random spots and be like, we'll see what happens. I hate that. The <laughs> thing about blackjack that's fun is like the camaraderie with the homies. Yeah, true. When when when, ev- when the table's hot and everyone's winning and the vibes are up, and then the the uh, dealer is like kind of working with you guys and they're celebrating the wins too, and it's just like you're getting free drinks and it's like a whole vibe and it's a whole time. And even if you wash completely and you spend an hour there, you go up a grand and you lose it all and you go back to zero and you're like. You never walk away like, I should have walked at a thousand bucks. I mean, you do, but you're like, man, that was a good time. You yeah, just spent, it always is pretty fun. You just spent an hour, didn't lose any money. It's not always how it goes. But uh, didn't lose any money, got free drinks, and got to have an absolute time with the boys. So you get free drinks when you're at the table? Yeah. Dustin, have you never you been get, to Vegas? No, I've never been. So I've been to Vegas once to literally land on a plane and then drive out of Vegas. So not, you have so, yeah, when we go for SEMA, that's going to be my first time ever actually spending time. You basically got to, like, gamble for a little bit, and then the drinks girls will come and, like, take your order, and then basically, just, like, tip them, basically. That's it. Sweet. And if you're Ken, you don't even have to tip them. He just no, wears the no, tax no. evasion shirt, and then he's... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Stay away from this ben, guy. Ben, we don't want to take his money. They pay him. They're like, I know you're sp- going to need I it. know specifically, I had to tell you, you have to tip these girls. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know... I mean, I guess. I mean, (laughs) I caught you, but... No, I mean, right when we got there, yeah. Yeah. And I said, well, how come you weren't then? I was. (laughs) (laughs) So I think you were paying them for other reasons, though. (laughs) To load the the deck or what? Yeah, he's doing something. 
We won't, what, what, we won't what, talk about what is it, Ben? What no, <laughs> I don't want. To, I don't want. No. Okay, but blackjack. Is, blackjack <laughs> is at its worst when it's you're leaving the club. You're like, oh, I'll go. I've been drinking all day. I'll go gamble a little bit. It's four a.m. Can't count. Can't do anything. <laughs> Like three As plus normal. three plus five. <laughs> Can't count. What is I'm that? hardly breathing, but I'm at blackjack, baby. What's the most that you guys have like won on a table in Vegas? I, I don't know if you can say dollar amounts, but no it, one's won. No. <laughs> always what do you mean one? Why am I going to Vegas with you guys? <laughs> the, hey, 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 hey! I didn't say we won money. I just said we had a good time and the vibes were high. <laughs> the best I've done is I've been even. Damn, that's yeah, the best. Yeah, when you walk out of the too. casino at 4 a.m. and you didn't lose any money, you're like, woo! <laughs> is it true that there's literally like slots or roulette or tables in like every hotel and everything? Dude, everywhere. I am so I'm, incredibly I'm like, jealous I'm, of you. I, I, I have, being able to experience this for the first time. Oh, yeah, when you I'm go. Stoked. I'm Justin, very stoked. The first thing you'll see the, the second you step you off the airplane is a slot machine. Funny story about slot machines. The only time... It's not the only time, but my dad once won a couple hundred bucks on a slot machine right before he boarded his plane home from Vegas. He was there for work, and he had, like, he was like, all right, I didn't gamble at all. Toss, like, 20 bucks into a slot machine walked out with, like, 700. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that that's, like, a genetic thing, and that just gets passed down to me. I'm sure it is. So I'm hitting one airport slot machine, and then I'm just hanging out after that if it hits i'm going nuts if i'm not i'm just gonna stay in the airport dude our buddy won a hundred grand off of a scratch off last week yeah what yeah, yeah. there's a hundred thousand dollars scratch off i guess fifty dollar tickets where in moorhead moorhead no way that's crazy yeah. he sent a picture and he's like what does this mean because it, it like made none of the numbers like lined up it made no sense hundred racks like went to the gas station scanned it and they're like oh no you have to go to the office and then that office is like in oh, minneapolis no, you have to go to minneapolis so did he find out when he got to minneapolis or did they like tell him beforehand no, I think it was like when he went to the gas stations. Like they told him, "This is a big winner." <laughs> Just how funny would that be? You get to Minneapolis, like sick dude. dude I'd be tweaking, holding that little ticket. I'd be like, "Fuck!" I think he was. What if this yeah. thing rips? What if it fucking blows yeah. away? What if like, I lose it, I would be Somebody like, "Holy steals it, dude!" I don't, don't like care what time winning. it was. I'd just start driving right to Minneapolis. Oh yeah, I'd just drop everything. Yep, start that driving. Hundred grand on a that's insane. That's absolute. Was a you said scratch off or a pull tab? Scratch, scratch off. off. I had a pull tab in my head. That's why I was super oh, mind yeah. blown by You're that. Sitting at the end, I know. <laughs> just sitting, <laughs> sitting, eating a burger, just like, oh, that's a hundred k. Sick. No scratch off. I guess makes sense, but yeah. man, that is the most I've heard from. I I don't know anybody who's won like a lot. I clearly don't know anybody who's good at gambling. <laughs> <laughs> I've never known anybody to like win big on yeah. a scratch off. Well, yeah. Ken, you just got to put enough money in. Keep trying. Except for you, Ev. You always lose. Yeah, Ev. <laughs> quit trying. Quit trying. <laughs> Just quit while you're we right now, out, not ahead. When yeah. we were walking out of lunch today, Evan put a couple bucks into the pull tab machine as soon as you left. He goes, did you oh, win? Oh, you left, and you didn't realize I was still in there. I go, Evan, did you win? No. How much did you put in? Ten. Ten bucks? It'd be one thing if you were pulling winners, Evan, but, you, dude, I've been friends with you for three years. I've never seen you win on pull tabs. Yeah, to be even. (laughs) (laughs) The last time you guys were there, what was the like the itinerary for the trip? What was it like? Get off the plane. The thing about Vegas is there's actually like kind of not an itinerary, and that's what's like fun. But you just like bounce around, and like half the crew might just go downstairs in the hotel and and. 
be degenerate gamblers and the other half might just like walk around and like Ryan went and got a massage like during half the day Sweet. and like <laughs> right, because that was a terrible representation of Vegas. Everybody has a great time. You no, gamble, you about drink, it. you get massages. Hey, gambling, no. gambling. Ryan's getting massages. It's all the most relaxing long. trip of my year, dude. It's great. No, you can literally do whatever you want there. That's what I was Even saying. Even a spa so, day. So the thing about SEMA is the, the Ryan show. Ryan did a spa day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a couple I of go us to Vegas went. for the salt floats. <laughs> uh, so the thing with SEMA is it, it takes up like the entire Las Vegas Convention Center and it's gigantic. So you can't physically see like you can't walk through all the different booths like in mm-hmm. one day. So it's just like, okay, you know, let's look at this place. You know, they have off road stuff. It'll take you a while and it's mm-hmm. like I am so overstimulated. I got to go do something else. I got to get out of here. Ken was all over simulated because he was on Molly. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, you should specify. in the bathroom just freaking out. <laughs> okay, that was the worst representation of Vegas I've ever heard. Like, Dude, just no, all in all, just terrible. <laughs> I might do that this year. I might do a spa day instead of lose less money. But no. I, oh, my we, God. That was funny. We went out. Normally, you go to SEMA. It's really fun. But you could walk all day and not even see a portion of it. It. So then you quit walking and you go to the casino and you go gamble and that is fun. And then normally you go out to dinner and then we either plan on going to a show or don't plan on going to a show and then end up going anyway. Nice. Find a show, go stay there till about 2 a.m. And then you either come back and gamble like an idiot, which we all do, <laughs> or you go to bed like a smart guy. Uh, and then, so the reason I got a massage is I woke up ridiculously hung over at because i was out till like 5 a.m mm-hmm. and all the breakfast places are closed so the only option to eat was like a philly cheesesteak so i go get a philly cheesesteak try to get not hung over and i walk by those little like mall massage things you know where they put you on the bench and then they oh this is where this is going <laughs> yeah i'm telling the massage story i gotta clear that up dude people are just gonna clear the air this is why ryan sat down to clear the massage story yeah, I gotta, we got to know. I got to know what I'm going to do when I'm there. <laughs> so that when you're really hung Justin's over. Like, so uh, where's notes. the best massages, Ryan? <laughs> Whichever one's nearest. <laughs> and so, no, I walked by and the sign was like 30 minutes for $30. It was the best deal in That's town. A pretty killer deal. Yes. I sat down, got a little massage and felt great. Hangover gone. Unironically, did it help the hangover? <laughs> yes. No, definitely. It was great. This is going to sound weird. Can you hire out masseuses for, like, special room delivery? Yeah, is that a thing? I think that's just called prostitution. No, 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 no. no. And, yes, Vegas has that, That sounds like a Vegas thing that you could, like, you know, get room service for food. Well, you can get that. I got got Ken one in in, uh, Florida. Yeah, you can hire a, a masseuse to show up. Did you really do that in Florida? We woke Ken up for his big race with his Asian masseuse. Like he, the, the Asian, no, no, like an actual masseuse. Like he costs like 200 bucks, like a professional. Woke Ken up out of bed. Like imagine this random like Asian dude that barely speaks like English. Like, yeah. good morning. And, he's like, <laughs> and Ken's like, and he's like, are you ready for your massage? And Ken has no idea what's going Ken's on. Like, uh, and then he sees us just sitting there filming in the corner. And then 
he had everything all set up by the pool and Ken walked out and the guy starts massaging Ken, right? Ben walks up to the guy, switches out as Ken's face down, starts doing all this weird shit to him, right? Like, like he gets up on the table and like mounts Ken. Like he's like, uh, like mounting him and he's like kind of rubbing him and Ken's just laying there. Then he starts standing on the table and using his foot as like the massage. No and he's like massaging <laughs> Between <laughs> those circles with his toes. And then I get down in his ear. I was like, mm, yes, like that big Ken. <laughs> oh, my God. And isn't that when he turned around and he looked at me? Yeah, and they were, oh. And he's like, oh. He goes, oh, my God. What happened to the mis- what happened to the Asian guy? And I go, oh, that was a roofer from next door. We paid to wake you up. And he turns around and he looks over and the house is getting a roof next door. And he goes, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, dude, this was the day that Ken was about to go head to head with professional race car drivers. Well, yeah. some of them were. There was a few out there. Yeah. Ken was nervous. He was, I just, on, he was on edge. I just, just remember hearing Let's that. just say it loosened him up. So, something went wrong with your car, right? I ran over we, a barrel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he goes, I ran over a barrel. <laughs> I crashed. Yes, it, something why. did happen to the car. Yeah, it was the, the car. The driver. <laughs> Mike, you want to hop in, buddy? Ev, you want to hop in here? Fucking cracking up, though. This is funny. So Evan's fuel pump was like. Fuel pump fuel pump was borderline about to go out on his truck and he was like calling it and then shortly after you said that it did go out well it turns out that the fuel pump actually didn't go out it just oh. quit working <laughs> but i assumed it did so like anyone i cut a hole in the box of the pickup to save time <laughs> instead of what dropping the gas tank well yeah either drop the gas tank or unbolt the box and take it all the way off okay so just cut cut a hole in it? It? <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> And then uh, put a new fuel pump in it. Still doesn't work. <laughs> Found out there's some goofy control module, and you have to like bring it to the dealership and have it calibrated. So we just uh, wired it into uh, the rear window defrost, so it'd be nice and factory. You know, a nice button that's already there instead of like a toggle switch, and it worked great. Until I found out that every uh, ten minutes the button resets. <laughs> defrost shuts off so when i'm driving like from duluth to the shop i gotta press so. the button like 35 times and you know like you're driving it doesn't just die immediately but you know <laughs> it actually got me in the construction the other day so i'm down in like in one lane cones i'm really focusing on driving and i'm going slow and i just realized my truck isn't running so i gotta like <laughs> Pop it into neutral, turn the pump on, start it back up, all with, like, no power steering. While driving through construction, head yeah. on traffic, the yeah. whole works. Yeah, it was a little stressful, but... So your pump's got, like, an oven timer on it? Why does it... It just shuts off? At, why? Because well, the defrosters are, like, they only stay on for so long. Yeah, if I yeah. plug the fuel pump in like it's supposed to, it goes through some module. Mm-hmm. That I didn't have access to at the time. So, yeah, it just <laughs> wired it to the switch, and the switch I wired it to uh, happens to be on a timer, yes. Maybe nice. shut down to, like, the fog lights or something yeah. a little more. <laughs> that probably would have been a good idea, hindsight. That's another the hole fog in the lights bed, were though. in the front of the truck, so you had to run. I mean, what you tapped in there because it was in the back. No, I went right into where the fuse should go. Oh, you just uh-huh. shoved the wire in there. Oh, no shit. Easy. We can put it in a different yeah, fuse. Yeah, just and, like, it in a different spot. 
five minutes. I mean, I ran it by my mechanic, Cole, and this was our best option. <laughs> and it's funny because it seems, well, I mean, you're the one who has to drive it, but it seems so inconvenient. Is it? You know, you, right away it seemed really ridiculous, but at this point, almost a month, it's just normal. It's part of the it. driving experience, yeah. which the, the Chev has a lot of. I remember my first time meeting you was <laughs> you had just finished a trip across the state and you got here and your lug nuts were all too loose or oh, something like And your wheel literally was falling off of your truck. It was just demolished. And it did <laughs> fall off. I had to go pick them up. Yeah. Yeah, you had to pick me up in Wadena. <laughs> and I just remember being like, dude, what happened to your truck? And you're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the most mellow shit. <laughs> you didn't even want to say, like, that wheel fell off. <laughs> and then we drove it off the trailer. I mean, you drove it off the trailer uh, with three wheels and using the brake rotor as the, the fourth wheel. We got our, it'll get you home, though. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out. Yeah, it all buffed. It all buffed. <laughs> Uh, did you guys see the video of the, there's this guy who was modifying, he had a Tesla plaid and he like gutted the whole thing and had done some reprogramming in it. It was doing a track day with it, but he had bled his brakes like right before he went on the track and he replaced his high performance oh, no. brake fluid with standard like Ford Focus brake fluid or something. It was not like yeah. up to par for the ceramic brakes that a plaid has. Right. And he's doing 170 miles. It's like 150 or 170 oh. miles an hour. It's fast down this straightaway on this track. And his brakes fail as he's coming into a corner. It's the most terrifying. I wish I knew the guy's YouTube channel. It's incredible. It's a cool build and everything. Super bummer that it's Which like, doesn't exist anymore. Um, <laughs> it exists in pieces. <laughs> but he had this incredibly fast Tesla. Was doing a track day with it. And it's the scariest in-car footage I've ever seen of a car crash. But if you're doing a Tesla build, why are you going to put dot three brake fluid (laughs) in? Like, oh yeah, you're going to the racetrack. It doesn't make sense. It it doesn't make sense. He made a video of it afterwards where he's like, that was really dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Like most mistakes, you look back and you go, yeah, I was dumb. Shouldn't have done that. I saved $4 on the build. (laughs) But uh, yeah. It's he's got this super jarring footage from the inside because he's got cameras all over the place, and he's going. He's like, one twenty, one thirty, one forty. He's like coming into turn seven. He's like, no brakes, no brakes, no brakes, and it just you see the car go sideways, oh, no. and then slam into a barrier. And this guy has no he... helmet, oh, God. no what? fire suit, and no race harness. What? Just normal seatbelt, no helmet? He's running raw. He walked away. <laughs> so it's I'm assuming crazy. he kept the airbags in this vehicle. I don't think so. Because oh oh, I was going to say, I know Teslas have good airbags, but like what? And also to think that he basically, I mean, people have crashed going a little faster. Probably not many, but uh, a, a gut, yeah, probably not many. A gutted Tesla Plaid has to be the like the fastest car that you yeah. can drive, basically among a few. Brakes, I just can't yeah. believe he didn't have a helmet on or anything. Yeah. Like, don't they normally not let you onto the and track? Don't you have to if your car's like a certain yeah. speed? Don't you have to have a harness and shit? Yeah. So there's like all, he explained all of it. And I admittedly didn't watch the whole video. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he basically had like these special circumstances where he had like rented the track for the day. So he was able to just like, he okay. said it was just a test lap. Um, and then he just starts giving her. Mm-hmm. And so he wasn't fully equipped. And yeah. 
bad news miraculous bears. dude yeah unbelievable that he survived yeah. but to confirm that electric cars are so cool is that one he survived and damn it looked cool while he did it <laughs> <laughs> it was so freaking fast that it doesn't even look real as you, you see the tr- see him going around a track it's faster than any car i've ever seen it go around a track ever right Looks and, like an RC car speed yeah. wise. Yes, it looks like a Traxxas car that's like scaled up. <laughs> it's just it doesn't make sense. Well, what did Slim say? When you got the power to go, you need to have the power to go. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I love how he said it like that. Whoa! Which is true. I remember when I got in like the uh, when we had the car show and I got in this guy's BMW, um, and it was like nine hundred horse, all wheel drive. Jesus! Absolutely. Ooh. Blew my socks off. It was the fastest thing I'd ever, ever been in. And he comes cruising up, and I'm like, I mean, I don't know how fast you're going, like uh, well over 100. And I'm like, dude, like we're coming up on a truck. And then he like hits the brakes, and it was the most like aggressive, perfect, like slowdown ever. He goes, I'm not going to build a car with this much power and like not match the the brake quality which I'm like that's the type of energy we like to see <laughs> yeah. after doing a pull like that. So no helmet, regular seat belt. There's no airbags in this thing. There's no uh, rear door. There's no rear door, no rear window. I mean this thing is gutted to like, the gills. Ju- yeah, really gutted. Okay. Yeah, so, so right here is he's on the straight now. Tell me that's not the scariest shit you've ever heard. Holy, uh, Holy crap, dude. A grown man just going, uh, He just knocked the wind out of him. He was good. You got a guy making Holy deer crap, dude. Holy crap. Okay, so we hit tires. That makes me feel a lot better. Looks like some airbags went off. No helmet, dude. I love how he was still vlogging up until basically him crashing. Literally the moment he crashed. So I thought it was crazy when I said 170. He said 160 60. on the tack. He slowed down quite a bit. From there, but I, he had to have still been There's going no airbags. above 100. Damn. That's insane. And the guy walked away from this. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. This is the same guy. I haven't seen this video, but this is the same guy who drove his test underwater. I've been trying to get Ken to let us do that with his. Honestly, <laughs> this? it looked... <laughs> no, not uh, that. <laughs> underwater. I watched the video of them driving the test underwater. It looked like way more work than it was worth for the outcome. Mm. Glad he did it. Somebody had to do it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he like barely went underwater, and then they basically just drove it out. And it was like a, you know, weeks worth of planning for nothing but... Mm-mm. I just yeah, want to take was crazy. Ken's car right now, pile the boys in, say we're going to go get dinner, and then just take it to drop by the beach first. And just find, I thought you were going to say find a, a tire barrier. Imagine how much cooler that crash would have been if it sounded like your Camaro. Just saying. That's true. You had the thing just... just the point. It's like it's a scary crash, but at the same time, it's just like, oh, he's going fast, and it sounds <laughs> like wind. So and now he's not moving anymore. <laughs> in a Tesla, I mean, so you're in a real car. You could have downshifted. You, oh, you're saying a Tesla's options. not a real car. <laughs> 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 no, but you know what I mean? There's some options to slow you down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is there, there's nothing you can do in a Tesla, right? You if got no brakes and you let off the gas. If that's your brakes fail, you are at the mercy of the well, regen of the motors. If the regen is still working, the regen slowdown of a Tesla is way more aggressive 
than your average car just rolling. Oh, yeah. Way more mm-hmm. aggressive. So I think that's why he was going 160 and the regen kicked in, but he still was probably going at least 100 when he hit oh, that yeah. wall. When Ken lets off the accelerator in it, I mean, it feels like someone's hitting the brakes. Yeah. When you take power from an electric motor, it just naturally starts to brake. So it just, I mean, still, it doesn't do much when you're doing 170. <laughs> but, well, Justin, I mean, we appreciate your time coming yeah. out today, dude. Appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, you're a great kid. Yeah, you're, you are a good kid, dude. <laughs> Bunch of good kids. It's always good. So uh, don't forget to say hi to Justin in the comments. You'll be scrolling through those. Um, I'm going to make you. I'm going to force you. You're going to make you sit at a desk and read all the comments. So keep my eyes open. Just scrolling. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, Justin. We appreciate Thank it, buddy. You. Thanks for having me, boys. Bye, right. everybody. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.